Welcome back to the Figure It Out podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we're so happy you guys joined us for another episode. Mm-hmm. Guys, I just think the timing is so funny because earlier today, one of our roommates gave Brecken a plastic water bottle mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, Natasha, is it OK if he plays with this? And I was like, sure. Like, what's the harm in that? You know, and then Emma and I sit down to record this podcast. Right. And Brecken finds another plastic water bottle and begins to, like, start playing with it and crunching it. And we both look over at each other like, this is going to be a problem. And I was like, man, like, here we are suffering the consequences of letting him get into something he wasn't really supposed to use earlier. And now he yeah. thinks it's OK. And now he's just... like, these are dog toys. Yeah. For me. <laughs> but anyway, so. Ideas have consequences. <laughs> I'm glad we had that to talk about. <laughs> to be honest, you guys, Emma and I sat down here for a little while before, a much longer time than normal before rec- pressing record mm-hmm. because we were just like, we don't have like a, a fun opener. Yeah. And sometimes you don't just want to like, hi, welcome back to the podcast. Slap them with the topic. Exactly. I don't know. Like, I don't know the fun little intros, but honestly, a lot of podcasts just start. It's like, all right, here you go. Well, you know, like here's the topic. We're getting into this, and usually they're political, so we're just not that vibe. It's probably appreciated when people do that because it's like I want to hear about like how to do a long distance relationship well, yeah. but now I have to listen to you guys talk about like how to be exiting a wedding or like <laughs> the haziness of the weather lately. You know, like no one. I mean, like also we talk about a lot of stuff that are bound by time and like. Recently, yeah. people have been going back and listening to episodes that are, like, not bound by time. And it's like, oh. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, like. Out of context. That's just exactly. so random. But. Yeah, that's very true. So, you guys can tell us your opinion on whether or not. I don't know. Like, if they like. If you guys like these type of intros or. Sorry, Brecken's bringing us, like, more toys to play with yeah. right now. But they're not plastic water bottles, so we're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, if, like, this is fun or if you're just like, man, I come in and I fast forward those first three minutes of the mm-hmm. conversation because I just want to get to the topic. Yeah, well, today's topic is a good one, so we'll just um jump right, right into it. And today we're talking about long-distance relationships. And I think for the sake of today's topic, we're going to be talking long-distance through, like, relationships, like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. And that being said, there's probably a lot of crossover between that and just, like, friendships and family and being far away from your family for so long. Um, but I think today we're just going to focus on those relationships um, that are of a different level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and just, like, a different level of like obligation almost like you've made a commitment to this person in a way that is just different than family and friends and so like what does that look like and part of this is because um so for those of you who are just joining the podcast or haven't heard previous episodes recently I was out in Colorado for a couple of months and when I went out there um I have been dating my boyfriend for a while and it was just very much like people asked me like okay so we're gonna hear a long distance relationship episode when you get back mm-hmm. and it was kind of a joke of like oh yeah of course you know just all this is just content for the podcast that's why I'm going but um, <laughs> that's why we live our lives folks <laughs> it's for this podcast <laughs> basically um but I do think it is something that's important to know how to do well because when I was out there I just had a lot of conversations with people about you know whether or not they were starting something long distance or people who were in long distance relationships mm-hmm. um and actually one of the staffers I served alongside she was um she and her husband were long distance and so there's just like 
uh, moments where you you want to be able to prepare well for something that maybe you don't foresee yourself ever being mm-hmm. in that type of relationship but yeah all of a sudden you are exactly and so for this like we're definitely going to draw a lot on natasha and justin's experience because it's fresh it's new they they just lived it and tasha actually also had a connection with um a friend zoe is her name mm-hmm. um and she kind of weighed in on some of our questions too so we're gonna have kind of that insight because she's got a more unique story about long distance as well yeah And I think like really the goal of this podcast is just to have a conversation about like how do you do this type of relationship well, Mm -hmm. Um, knowing that there are some really, really unique challenges to it. And I think like people can sometimes minimize those because they don't want to, you know, be afraid of of what they or how that could impact the relationship. But like dealing with things and being aware of them so that you can have the best relationship as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also to like hear this from a point of humility, Justin and I were actually talking just about our time. Um, apart and like how that went and like I didn't do that as well as I would like to you know like there are so many moments where I'm like man I could have done that better and I think like that's something where hopefully you hear this as like uh, an encouragement and a warning to be able to be like all right how do I if I have to go apart from the person that I'm dating or in a relationship with for a period of time how do I do that Mm -hmm. well knowing that it's just so important yeah um so yeah that's our heart behind this episode and also because of that it's not like a list of things of like all right here's the five steps you know like there's just a lot of more conversation Mm -hmm. and so yeah how to do long distance well I think we're gonna start off even again by saying we want we don't want this isn't a should you do long distance yeah like at this point we want we want to say like don't be scared to go into long distance and like or like if you're in a relationship and you have to have a season of long distance we're not here to like be like all right now is the chance to break up like we we want to encourage you to like press into maybe the hard um and how to do that well so that like the relationship doesn't falter just because like this challenge has approached yeah exactly so like emma said um a lot of our examples today are like from justin and and myself but also zoe and i'll just give like a backstory about zoe so that when we mentioned her and um, her relationship with her boyfriend joseph that that has some context for you guys but um so zoe and joseph met a year ago at summit actually staffing so they were both in the same staff team and worked together and after they left summit they um they both were interested in each other but didn't date for a little while of really trying to have discernment after they were apart of like whether or not that relationship should move forward and decided to date and so they um lived in separate states they went to different you know colleges there was no point um that they were going to be together you know like they had Mm -hmm. to enter into a long distance relationship from the get-go and so that's why too we wanted to talk with Zoe because that's just such a different experience of you know when you're starting Mm -hmm. something that it's like all right like we're committed to each other but also we were apart and we're not going to be in the same vicinity for a really long time Mm -hmm. so they've been dating for over a year now and wanted to um, yeah we wanted to ask them for their wisdom and advice on that Mm -hmm. so we're just going to start off with kind of a quote from Zoe um, and what she responded back to us with of just kind of her overall perspective on long distance and her thoughts on that so here's here's Zoe's quote Zoe's words not mine but don't be scared to go into long distance if you truly think the person is worth it and see a future with them don't let the don't let time of long distance tear you apart. It won't be all smooth sailing, but if you're willing to be intentional with your person and love them well from a physical distance, this does not mean emotional distance, then it is amazing. Additionally, long distance is a good time for both if you continue to grow as individuals while simultaneously growing in your relationship together. Sorry, that was a longer quote from it. I could have like <laughs> broken that down. But all good. 
Yeah. Well, well, just good perspective mm-hmm. and very much speaking highly of it. So she, it's not been easy, of no. course. Like, of course, I think they would choose to be with each other versus doing this long distance thing across states. But um, very high perspective of it, even though it's hard. Yeah. So I think, yeah, don't, like she said, don't be scared of it. And also, like, recognizing that sometimes it is an aspect where it's like, okay, we want to continue dating. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if the question is between, like, breaking up or going long distance, like, I don't think you should immediately choose to break up because you don't want to do long distance. So, and and I actually, I asked Justin beforehand, too, I was like, what were your thoughts, or, like, what are your thoughts of, like, essentials that people should have for going into a long distance relationship? Mm -hmm. And he just said, like, really, long distance takes trust and patience and creativity. And I added on to that, like, I think it also takes a lot of grace of, like, Mm -hmm. understanding that you are going to be doing this with someone else because you love them and you you want to grow in your relationship with them, but, like, you need those things in order to make it go well. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah <Perfect> unison. <laughs> exactly um so starting off like it's good good to prepare well for that season oftentimes it's you're looking into it and saying okay like in your your guys's case we're gonna be gone from each other for seven weeks granted we'll see each other a few times within there but how do we prepare well for this and i think you guys did a very very sweet job of this i saw one side in preparation and heard about one side and it was just very sweet yeah I think preparing well is really essential and mm-hmm. that's, um, you know, in in conversations you have ahead of time about expectations, about time, about, you know, how people want to be communicated with, like, mm-hmm. you know, how, because Justin and I had very much like an in-person relationship. We did things together. We saw each other multiple times a week. We shared the same community mm-hmm. and we like called each other on the phone, but like texting was more of like, hey, like, when are you going to this? Like, it was never like a, a means of like, true communication if you will and mm-hmm. it was more of a tool than like all right now like this is our only way of communicating mm-hmm. and so like the creativity with that but like understand like how do we want to communicate and like with both of of where we're at like what's realistic and um I think having those conversations ahead of time was really helpful and also hard to like to really mm-hmm. know before getting into the situation of summit of like what is realistic. Right. Like in those conversations, was it really like, okay, so let's plan to always call each other at 8.30 PM, my time, 9.30 your, like it was, did it look like that? Because that immediately probably had to change once you got there. Mm-hmm. It definitely was more flexible than that mm-hmm. because I had kind of an idea of what summit would be like schedule wise. Mm-hmm. And I knew my evenings would be really busy and his, days were really busy because he has a job and so so you're like mornings it is <laughs> yeah and we both know that wouldn't be the best time for us to talk with each other so no I think like more of that of like hey what would a healthy amount of communication look like mm-hmm. and so like we did have the goal of talking to each other over like to hear each other's voice at least once a day um and we did that probably for the first half um I don't think there was a day that we didn't actually call each other and the, the conversations varied in length, but mm-hmm. I don't know. That was something that um, was more like those type of expectations. Are you guys a FaceTime couple? I don't really feel like I see you guys ever FaceTiming. We did a lot at the beginning, but to be honest, in the eve or like towards um, as things got busier and like I would be calling later, mm-hmm. it just was 
like darkness because you're like in a in a room that was like the lights were off and we we're both yeah. calling each other and it was kind of pointless to FaceTime and FaceTime just drains your battery so much so I don't know logistically that didn't work out yeah. as well but we did FaceTime I never see you guys FaceTime no and like I mean not like I'm like always watching you guys but like often when you're on the phone with him at our house like you're on the phone you never yeah. FaceTime that's what I mean I think like we just didn't utilize that type of mm-hmm. communication at all because yeah. I I'm not a really a FaceTime person <laughs> and he isn't either so we did FaceTime and that was really nice i think it's just good to be able to like see somebody mm-hmm. and um and zoe mentioned that a lot and as we'll go down of just like she and joseph face him all the time she said and that is just really helpful to be able to have that mm-hmm. resource um but yeah we we did i don't think we probably did as much as most people mm-hmm. just because we aren't really like that's not how we normally communicate yeah yeah interesting Something mm-hmm. else, though, that we did that I think is more like our pace is so we both wrote letters to each other mm-hmm. for each day that we were gone. And um, Emma can attest, like before I left, I stayed up so late <laughs> writing these letters. And it was just kind of funny because I love it. It was like she was just like, I mean, she was staying up late and she was had a crazy last few days. And I was like, do you want me to help? But I can't help at all because I'm not going to write these letters to Justin. That would have been kind of funny. Just like, like, what letter is from from Emma? Day 33. Hi, Justin. (laughs) This is Emma, not Natasha. Not who you were hoping to hear from. Oh man, that would have been funny. Um, Yeah. I just think the like uh, setting aside time ahead of like before you guys are apart mm-hmm. is really important to like get things in order honestly and like to just be like all right like I'm ready to leave be like I'm doing a good job mm-hmm. in just exiting so that you are prepared well to be here without me yeah and um and we actually didn't tell each other we were doing this mm-hmm. so I had that for him and then um when I gave it to him he like pulled out this box he goes hey I did the same thing and that was really sweet That's cute. so um yeah like that was just mm-hmm. fun yeah that is sweet Honestly, like, I know of people who have done long distance in different ways of this is, it's, like, cheesy and it's also cute and you can choose your way to take it. I think it's cheesy, but, again, cute for some people. Um, <laughs> Not Emma. These, <laughs> these bracelets, um, they're, like, long distance bracelets and, like, I think they operate off of Bluetooth and through your phone or whatnot of, like, if you tap them, like, it sends a wave to the other person and it's like hey i'm thinking about you oh, and wow. it's like yeah do you do you know kind of have you heard of i do remember about? some someone in yeah. college had one of those and like that they're like four couples that do long distance of just like this like simple wave like hey i'm thinking about you kind of thing um so you could prepare by doing that like there's yeah there you go another option well i think like that is like the, there are so many different ways mm-hmm. of being able to show someone that you love them yeah. and like i think that's where like Justin was mentioned in the beginning, like creativity. Like there's, I think that's an important thing to be like, mm-hmm. all right, how can I communicate the best way th- with this person? Recognizing mm-hmm. it is going to look different. Right. Like you can't just say, oh, we're going to have our date nights on Monday nights now. Like, no, like that's not going to cut it when you're just separated by thousands of miles. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I also think that like each couple is different mm-hmm. and bracelets might not be the way to go for everyone. Letters might not be the way to go for everyone, mm-hmm. but there's still ways to, to show that you love somebody right. when you're not with them yeah going off of your your thoughts on conversations about expectations and all that before going long distance I think another thing is to really like know your goals and that means like how do you want how do you want your relationship to grow and strengthen over this because I don't think I mean and sometimes we think long distance might be like two weeks of being apart versus two months being apart versus like I'm gonna be I have a friend who whose boyfriend is now going to grad school in a different state and they're gonna be doing long distance for the next year yeah um and so like 
very different scenarios from your scenario to a, just, hey, they're going on a trip to we're going to live together. We're going to get separate apartments from each other for the next year, even though um, like we are physically so far apart. Anyways, be intentional. Like, how do you want you can't, your relationship can't remain stagnant? Yeah. You want to still grow together as a couple. And so I think it's really important to be intentional about where your relationship's going, how you want to continue to progress that, and have those conversations ahead of time as well, because conversations like that are better in person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I think with that too, like, that's something where long distance maybe is to your benefit. Because I think that's that's something you need to do at any point in dating. Like, you mm-hmm. need to know what your goals are. You need to be intentional with the time that you have. And long distance really forces you to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to recognize, like, okay, what like what are we doing in this mm-hmm. time that's going to help us grow right. and, and why? Yeah, I think it tests the relationship in a way because it might, like, be a, a wake-up call of, like, okay, am I in a relationship with this person because they're, like, doing things? Exactly. Like, just, like, someone to do something with because all of a sudden that's going to be completely removed. So you're going to have to be intentional about knowing each other and relying on each other in a different way besides just, like, they're my plus one to weddings. Mm-hmm. Zoe mentioned this a little bit and she was just saying how she and Joseph don't take their time together for granted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that can very easily happen when you're in a relationship with someone that you have the ability to see every day. Mm-hmm. It's just like you you have that day, you have the next day, and it's hard to see the urgency sometimes mm-hmm. of like we need to have this conversation or we need to know like why we're together. You know, like mm-hmm. it just I think with long distance that's kind of a wake up call to be like, hey, this is going to be a lot more work and a lot less fun. Like, mm-hmm. that's just the reality. I don't want to say like, you know, that you listen to this podcast, be like, oh, Emma and Natasha say long distance will have no problems. And like, we should do like recognizing the like the um, how that will change your relationship like so much so mm-hmm. that I think you really do need to put weight on that. And and hopefully that will make you just take your relationship more seriously, I guess. Right. And um, and either from the get-go of, like, starting mm-hmm. a relationship, it's like, hey, this isn't just for fun, you yeah. know? We can't just go grab ice cream together. Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be a lot more serious. Right, yeah. And that's what Zoe said. She's, like I said, it forced her to – forced them to have, like, deeper, more meaningful conversations or, like, expectations in the future sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, it's not just, like, okay, now I have someone to hang out with on one night a week or, like, someone to – bring to a family function it's like because you're not going to have those yeah like those benefits those great parts about having a relationship like those pieces are gone mm-hmm. and like you still have someone to turn to someone to talk to someone to support you but like it's gonna look so much different and i think like you really have to push the push hard during those conversations then yeah i think also it's just like you don't want to be long distance for forever Mm-mm. you know i know so many couples that date for a really long time and i think it's easy to date for a long time when you're together i think it's a lot harder to do that when you're just separate because yeah like you said mm-hmm. you don't have that benefit of like honestly like the social benefit of yeah. having a significant other it's mm-hmm. just like hey i'm in a relationship that takes work but now yeah. i don't have the benefit mm-hmm. of just someone that i get to spend time with like yeah. that and so I think that's where, like, you want to be able to also have a plan mm-hmm. of of how are you going to be together? If this is, like, a relationship that's starting long distance or a mm-hmm. relationship that needs to be long distance now, yeah. like, what is your plan to be together? Whether that's, you know, because um, someone's starting school in another state and it's just like, okay, I need to realistically think about this. Or, like, Justin did come and visit, you know, so, like, there was that mm-hmm. part of it, too. Um But I think it does make you have those conversations about, like, why you're dating a lot sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and I think that should happen before you date, too. But if you're not that type of person, like, it's going to very much be a wake-up call. Exactly. 
exactly, exactly. Okay, another just big piece is communications essential. That's already filtered through a lot of what we were saying. But a whole separate point just to drive that one home is so important. And just like physically, just like extra time to talk, um, share with talk with one another is is so important. So like set aside time that's going to be uninterrupted. Yeah. That you're not going to be uh, giving half your attention to something else and half your attention there. But like really set that side of time. Um, did I say that right? Set that side. Set. I, I think, think I, I think I messed that up. I really set that time aside. Yep. Is what there it, you did go. I say that? Set aside that time. I think you might have said it, but it was just fast. It and now feels I'm just weird. Now I'm like questioning what I said. <laughs> but um, set aside time that's uninterrupted is basically all I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that's a really big thing, and probably one of the most important things about com- about communication in general that I saw as being um, honestly harder than you would than you would think, um, just because. And I do think, like, I um, had so many people that I was around that sometimes it was hard to, like, find time that I wasn't going to actually be interrupted by someone that also wasn't, you know, past midnight for Justin. And mm-hmm. so that was very much, I think, like, you you want to be able to just finish conversations. Mm-hmm. And there were so many moments where we would call and, like, it was a great conversation, but it would be cut off by one of us of just, like, oh, I have to go. Or, like, I only was able to talk for these 15 minutes and now mm-hmm. those 15 minutes are up and it just doesn't feel like we have a resolution to this. Yeah. Or something would come up and be like, oh, I, I have to go. <laughs> yeah. um, so I do think it's important to be able to have time that it's, like, no distractions. You can talk mm-hmm. for as long as you need to. And that other person, the other line, knows that they're the only priority, the only person right. you're, you're having a conversation with right, right now. Well, I think that, like, it's, it's super comforting to go into a conversation where it's like, hey, I need to bring this up. I need your help with this. I need you to figure this out with me. But, like, you don't want to bring that up if you know they're going to have to skirt and four minutes or five minutes, you know, like yeah. you, you want to like just the idea of like, I'm going to be here with this and we're going to sit in this is so valuable. So I think having that uninterrupted time is important. I think like it's important to communicate that to the people that are surrounding you. Yes. And so like in that long distance relationship, the people you're physically with might not understand the weight of like, this is going to be a really important phone call. Like I can't be interrupted with this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and like, of course, like there's interruptions that just like have to, and like that's case by case scenarios. But like, just like it's important to communicate the the weight of some of your conversations yeah I think honestly like we'll talk a little bit more about community further down Mm -hmm. but it's really important for if you're not the person that's like I'm not in a long distance relationship so this doesn't apply to me like you probably have friends that are and so Mm -hmm. just recognizing like if you can help provide that space as much as possible to someone that's dating like that like that's really appreciated because it is a hard thing to always find time mm-hmm. but it's so essential and I think like there's so many conversations that happen that you want to be able to just like not rush into and so when you pick up the phone it's like just like when you start a podcast like you don't want the first thing to be be like hey we have to talk about this yeah you know like you uh-huh. want to be able to just have a conversation and then naturally move mm-hmm. into that and I think when you don't have space that is just available Mm -hmm. even like that intentionality becomes harder and like more forced and it just Mm -hmm. you can avoid bringing up conversations then because of that because you don't have the full space to do it or just seems awkward Mm -hmm. to so I think like that is a a huge piece yeah um but then also conversely don't let like the the fact that you don't have a lot of time to talk keep you from making a phone call Mm -hmm. um that was something that I really like it hit me kind of towards the second half of being out at summit of like 
I haven't had the time to just sit and talk with Justin. And so because of that, I haven't called him like I want to. And mm-hmm. so I just started picking up the phone like anytime I had free time. And we would have like these little three minute conversations. And it would just be like, hey, like, what are you up to right now? Or, you know, and it would be like, sorry, like, I, I don't have a lot of time to talk, but I just want to hear like, how was a, how was pickleball last night? Give me mm-hmm. like a brief summary of it. And I think that was helpful too, of just being like, more than the point of the conversation of like discussing something, it was, hey, I was thinking of you. Mm-hmm. I want to hear your voice. Like that is an important aspect. Yeah, for sure. I remember you called Justin once. Justin was so amazing and came to Survivor Trivia with me and a few of our other friends because I just needed people to come hang out with me while I played Survivor Trivia. And you called him during that. And that was, it was just, you, I think it was like, we don't have a whole lot of time. You had something and like obviously we were busy in like, yeah. this super loud brewery. So we couldn't really hear you anyways. And I also stole the phone from Justin and just talked to you. But like, yeah, I saw you guys do that well. I was just like, oh, I'm going to talk with Tosh real quick. But yeah, you just like capitalized on time that you had. Yeah. The last thing that I think, and like communication is such an essential part of this, but of any relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so this kind of just goes in with that of like, know what type of communication would be the most loving and the most impactful to the person you're dating. Mm-hmm. Because what you appreciate might not be what they appreciate. And conversely, like you, you want to be able to know like, hey, is this the best way of communicating with them? Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, I, I just think like otherwise you're kind of missing each other even if you are like able to talk or even if you are able to send a note. You know, like mm-hmm. you might be missing what they need to feel loved. Yeah, for sure. Okay, moving on kind of to like we're talking lots of seriousness. Yeah. And like anytime you have a minute, you need to be having these really important conversations. But like keep it fun. Have dates. Like you still need to date each other and enjoy spending time with one another and just in that in that way too. So we've I've seen some friends, like some friends right now that we have are doing long distance and they just like are playing board games together. Like we, we live in the digital age, folks. There's, like, ways to do this super mm-hmm. seamlessly now, especially following a pandemic. Like, we've figured out how to do things not in the same room together. And so, like, that's a fun thing to do. And, of course, this, these two really love playing board games. So they play board games a lot together. We had friends in college that they just, like, each got a copy of the same book and they would read it together. There's creative things to do. And, like, these are just two of, like, multiple. Or... um I thought Zoe's idea was really cute. So she and her boyfriend, they would, like, cook together. Like, they would go shopping together, buy the same ingredients, and, like, on FaceTime, not shopping together. But, like, they would FaceTime shop together, buy the same things, cook together, sit down and eat it. And it was like they were in person, but they weren't. Um, And it was just like they were experiencing the same thing. And I thought that's cute, too. So there's lots of different things you can do. And I'm not saying they're, like, like, obviously they don't replace being in person, but they like there's still like you're you're doing your best and there's lots of intention behind that yeah i think it exactly you still have to date this person like you mm-hmm. want to be able to spend time and know that you enjoy doing things with them yeah and so that looks different but that's where you get to be more creative and mm-hmm. like have fun with that there was one point where i actually took a trip while i was out at summit and so had time in the airport <laughs> and so i texted justin and i was like hey do you want to go on a date on Sunday? And we we did we had like a, um we played code names together a lot and so we played code names online you know we um we weren't facing I guess through that but like we were on the phone with each other and it was just so much fun we we had dinner together we both like mm-hmm. had a meal and it was such a good time and also like it was a few hours together which we mm-hmm. hadn't had since I left. And so I think like anytime you can find space to do that is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like filled up. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
it, it was so good. He actually was at a lake too. And so he was like, oh, this is my view. And like, like sent it in. And I was like, here's mine. It was like the <laughs> airport, airport terminal. <laughs> but it was still like fun to be able to, be able to visualize like where each other were and everything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I think something else that's important to make sure you have to just keep things fun and like also to keep things like your relationship, right, Mm -hmm. is like little traditions that you guys have. Like you don't have to lose that because other things have have changed, right, if you're going long distance for a time um, of like just I always say good morning, good night to each other. And like our good night texts are usually like a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) yeah, (laughs) one time out at Summit, actually someone saw Justin's text to me and it was one of the other staffers and he just goes oh no Natasha that's a long text he was like are you guys okay you know I was like oh no this is normal like we usually just say like hey like this is everything that I love about you type of thing and like the uh, at night you know and like and I'm just exaggerating right now but just like something sweet and so like don't minimize those things maybe because like life looks different I'll like make sure you keep those in so that you're still like Mm -hmm. dating the person that you you know that you're in a relationship with Mm -hmm. for sure um, and, like, last, like, visit each other and then, like, have dates and, like, date each other in that, too. Like, just you, like you said, Justin came out to visit you. And, like, again, we live in, like, an age where, like, it's so much easier to do that now. Mm-hmm. Um, and experience life with one another. Yeah. And, like, it's going to help you, like, understand that person better, too. Like, but it's going to make the distance part better. I feel like when you're, like, in their world and you're seeing, like, at Summit, like, where they're staying, who they're doing things with, like, what what does it actually look like? Like, that probably helped Justin better visualize, like, the second half after he visited mm-hmm. of, like, this is where she's at. This is what she's doing. And now I can see that because I was able to visit that and be a part of that. Yeah. And I loved being able to share that with him. Like, mm-hmm. when he got to experience a full day of, of work, you know, mm-hmm. like, that was a really cool thing for then him to understand when I said, oh, this is happening. He's like, oh, yeah, I totally can visualize the classroom and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think with that, like, recognizing and with any type of relationship, like, there's going to be hard things. There's going to be mistakes made. And so I would say, like, the two things to that is, like, one, own your mistakes. And I think that applies to any aspect of relationships. Mm-hmm. But very much when you're not seeing the person um, as well as I think those type of things could maybe be more impactful in a way because you just don't have like the other side of of maybe like um the fun counteracting like the hard things as much and so really be someone that owns up to your mistakes um but then also offering grace Mm -hmm. and um and communicating when things aren't working you know I think that is something else that's important to that so that you don't get stuck in something that is um yeah is is not working I think Justin said this as well but patience fills in the rough edges around trust of like when you let someone go when you choose to be long distance like that you are really putting a lot of trust in like okay like I know that they love me and I know that they're coming back and I know they're going to be intentional with their time out there but also with our relationship but then I have the patience that is going to come around that Mm -hmm. so that when that isn't always done to the best of their abilities I'm not holding that against them or letting that you know Mm -hmm. impact our relationship to the point that it wouldn't work anymore. Yeah, for sure. And, like, this is, like, I mean, obviously you have to, like, own mistakes and offer grace in any relationship. And so it's not new new when it comes to long distance. It just might not be as apparent. Yeah. Because it, it, it's probably in distance, and obviously I've never been in a long distance relationship to, to speak to this, but, like, there's a lot more space for things to kind of go hidden mm-hmm. and untalked about because it's not as apparent and in your face. You know, you can be having a conversation, something could really be upsetting to you, and the other person could never know because you're not face-to-face. Yeah. Like you're on the phone. And just, like, different things like that could just go miscommunicated. Um, it's, like, a, just a, a common problem with digital communication. Exactly. And so I think there's just a lot more room for... for um, I don't want to say error or like just 
for things to go unaddressed. And yeah. so that's where you really have to step into that. Own mistakes, offer grace. But I'm also just going to throw out, like, you have to bring things up when things aren't working, too. Like you said, like, you have to be a little more confrontational, probably, mm -hmm. and be willing to talk about things and not just let them slide because they're not going to pick up on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, too, like, that's just something where then you recognize that for, like, every aspect of your relationship going forward, mm -hmm. too. Like, that was something that Justin and I have been able to talk about of just, like, hey, like, recognizing that there were times that, like, we, and I will say myself, like, I didn't put Justin as a priority when I was out there. And there were moments that I know he very much felt that. And that wasn't intentional, but it did happen. And so, like, just knowing, like, that was never my heart. Mm -hmm. And for him to know that, but also to be like, hey, I don't ever want to make him feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so is there any way that that could happen in person? You know, like, heaven forbid, like, I will always try to make that. And I just make that not happen. And I'm also more aware of it now because it was something that we addressed while being out there. Mm -hmm. And so I think that that is something where it's like use this to to make your in-person relationship better. Which, um, which is just like, you know, then looking at like being, yeah, of, of, you don't want to have this be wasted time that it was just like, oh, we were long distance. That was a bummer. Now we're back together of like, Hey, let's bring what we learned to make our relationship together stronger. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, another, another just small point, um, bef before we wrap up is like, don't forget to be present with the people that are physically around you. I kind of feel like we're like, Hey, do we're asking a lot. We're like. Be serious, but have fun. Like, be very intentional about, like, have an uninterrupted time. But also, you really need to be present with the people you are. So, like, we're asking a lot of you guys. Yeah. But, well, that's what I think. That's why long-distance yeah. relationships are hard. Like, because mm -hmm. you do have a lot. Now you have just something, two incredible things to balance. You have mm -hmm. the people that you are physically with, the community that you're in, the work you're doing, and you have this person you love and care about and are pursuing a, a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And how do you balance that where both people or both, you know, entities are are loved and seen and known, right? And, mm -hmm. and that you are present. Yeah. That it's hard. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think the best way to try to combat that is like try to share your relationship with your community and try to share your community with that relationship. Mm -hmm. And, like, like having them, like, meet is not meet, like. Kind of merge you're, together. You're not seeing yeah. my hand action <laughs> of, like, my fingers intertwining, inter interweaving together. But that's what I mean. Like, connect them as best as possible. Um, and you guys did this, I think, well. So you talk about it. I don't know why I'm talking about it. But do it. <laughs> well, I think, like, one thing, too, is when we left, we, um we we said to each other like our goal is to be present in the communities that we're in like and I think we were able to say this because we knew that we were only going to be long distance for two months like when you're long distance for uh, you know for the entirety of your relationship that's going to have to look a little bit different as far as expectations go because both Justin and I could very much plug in knowing it was a shorter time that we were coming back together mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that was fully like the best choice necessarily um, but I think like the nature of summit also was something where I had to be very present and there wasn't like a time away from that, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. And so like my goal was of like going out there was to be very intentional with that community. And Justin also was using that time to be very intentional with the people that he had here and, um, and not like disassociating from things that we had been doing as a couple together, you know, because I wasn't there. Like he still went to things that I had started, like our, um, our MC, like he had, or sorry, our small group. I always use MC <laughs> and people probably don't even know what that means, but our small group at church, like he had joined me afterwards, but he still kept going when I wasn't there mm -hmm. because he wanted to invest in that community. And so I think like, 
um, yeah, as much as you can to be fully present where you're at is important. Um, because you, you never want to date in isolation. Like you Mm -hmm. always are dating in community. So how do you do that when you're long distance? Mm -hmm. Um, I think like one thing, like being out at summit, people knew about Justin, like everyone knew about Justin (laughs) and they love talking about him. And it was so much like if I was talking on the phone with him, um, like one day I, I was trying to FaceTime Justin. I was walking up the stairs. It was late at night and he wasn't answering. And another staffer, like we kind of met on the stairs. He goes, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm trying to FaceTime Justin, but he's not answering. He goes, Oh, that's okay. We can talk to him together. Takes my phone and walks downstairs and calls Justin. And so <laughs> then like, um, the, the conversation basically went with Justin talking with like a bunch of other staffers and they told him how they had planned his wedding and how they, um, they ended up talking about college classes and um, about my driving and (laughs) about what Justin had done that day, right? And I turned to someone who, um, to another staffer, I was like, you know, Justin and I were only going to talk for like 10 minutes. This was very much like a logistical conversation because it was late in Minnesota. And um, the staffer turns to me and goes, you know, Natasha, it's important to date in community. <laughs> and I was like, you're right. <laughs> and I know that, but also like he needs to go to sleep. So anyways, it was just funny. Um, but I actually like, I loved that moment because everyone just was like, hey, Natasha, like we recognize that this person is really important to you. We, we care about you. Let's care about him. Mm-hmm. And like to Justin, it was, was like hey Justin like you know we want to share with you about like what what um the last like 48 mm-hmm. hours looked like apparently they had to tell him everything and it was just like very much wanting to make him feel included mm-hmm. and so I think as much as you can do if you're the per- if you're the community alongside people that are in a long distance relationship of like making their significant other feel included if they come to visit of being like hey like let me have a conversation with you let me get to know you of just really coming alongside that couple because mm-hmm. that they want you a part of that relationship it just looks different and that's really hard mm-hmm. um but anything you can do to like come near them in that and just be like hey even though we don't you know we're not able to play like spike ball together like we'll play an online board game with you you know like whatever it looks like to just like come together I think is helpful mm-hmm. for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was it was just like but I do think like it is a hard balance so I don't have like a good way of like this is the perfect f- solution because yeah being present with the people you're mm-hmm. around is super super important and I don't think you should ever like push the community that you have away to pursue a relationship in any form right Mm -hmm. so that includes long distance but it also like is harder to include that relationship Mm -hmm. in your community yeah so gotcha well we're gonna kind of work to close up but we want to end with kind of transitioning back to in person because eventually as mentioned prior like the the long distance relationship ideally is ending somehow some way and so I've only, I'm, I'm curious of like, is there just like a transition period that's like awkward of coming back? Like we've, for, for X amount of time, we've been like communicating through the phone and FaceTime and texting. And like, sometimes, you know, like when you have a text relationship with someone, like it's weird to go in person. And so like, I just kind of, I've always been curious if that is like something that, that long distance couples face. Zoe said no. And I think you and Justin would say no too. So I think I've got my answer, but yeah, I think it probably depends on how you did the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also think like it was only two months that we were apart yeah. and like not to minimize that, but it probably would be a lot different if it was mm-hmm. so, so um, yeah. much longer. And if there had been a lot of change maybe over that mm-hmm. time. But I think like one thing maybe that I would say is like be careful with your expectations and coming back together mm-hmm. because I think you can be so excited to see someone again 
that it's also just like, hey, change is happening in some way, shape, or form for us to be together. Mm -hmm. And so that is something to keep in mind of just like, all right, like I, you know, this person still wants to be here and wants to be in this relationship, but also like the grace, I think aspect comes out to that as well of just like, yeah, I, Mm -hmm. uh, it's so cute. So my grandpa, he served in the military, right? And there was one point where my grandma and him were long distance and um, she was coming to visit him at, um, I think it was just at the base. He, he was overseas, but he was back at the Mm -hmm. base. And so um, she was going to go visit him and they communicated by letter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she had written this letter of when I see you at the airport, I want you to come and sweep me off my feet and kiss me and all this stuff. And just was like she had like these, you know, high hopes. And she said it was a a perfect meeting, you know, like all of that. Mm -hmm. But I do think like there can be so, so much expectation, like seeing the other person again, where like I wouldn't want that to be a place where you're then like disappointed. Like, oh, you weren't excited to see me, you know, (laughs) of like, like make sure like there's still you know, grace with that mm-hmm. of like, hey, like maybe it is a little awkward. Like, I don't know, like, like mm-hmm. allow that to not, don't hold that against somebody, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that yeah. would be something. I mean, like when you came back, we were all like hyping up on like how Brecken would react. Yeah. And yeah. we were like, he's going to pee inside. He's going <laughs> to just go crazy. And like, honestly, like, because you, we had talked about this a lot before you even left and you're like, oh, you should record it. Da, 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 da. And it's like, I mean, he was happy, but he was like, it's one in the morning. I'm so confused. And if you would have put all your weight in that expectation. I've been so disappointed. Exactly. It would have been over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, don't put too much expectations on that. That's <laughs> all, all I've got to say. Yeah. I think also, too, like, allow people, if it is something where, like, they were gone for something, mm-hmm. um, kind of like this, some, some experience, and they need time to process that, like, allow them time to process that. Um, and, and, and let yourself though be Mm -hmm. included in that. Yeah. I think Zoe's quote on this was just so cute. She said, I will say every time that I'm about to see him in person again, though, I still get nervous, excited in a cute, giddy way or a cute, getting nervous way though. And I just think that's so cute. Yeah. I think like Zoe gives so much encouragement to the idea of like, Hey, this works. And Mm -hmm. if it's somebody that you, um, can see a future with because like they love Jesus you are able to like line up in your values and stuff like that like pursue that don't mm-hmm. be afraid because of the distance mm-hmm. um and I guess that would be our encouragement to you guys as well like long distance can be done well it's important to do well don't let that be the reason that your relationship ends mm-hmm. but also don't let that be the reason you don't do a relationship from the get-go mm-hmm. so exactly yeah all right. Well, we've got a little dog here telling us it is time to wrap up this podcast. I mean, he's been telling this since like minute eight. But normally he's really good, but he, today he's just been busy. Honestly, normally he sits at my feet the whole podcast so that he can watch Natasha's feet probably. <laughs> but he's been up and down the stairs probably like five times now and has brought down a he brought down a bone, a frisbee, a tug toy, a water bottle, <laughs> everything he could find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Well, thanks for listening, everybody, to long-distance relationships. But um, until next time, we are going to sign off. But thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.